Welcome to Tulsa Time with Bishop David Kunderla. Over the last couple of weeks, we've been talking about different questions that the Synod has proposed to us. And so I want to jump into the next one. We, we kind of uh, talked about things that were good about the church, things that there have concerns about the church. And this week, we're going to talk about what ways we feel the church encourages us to speak up and how we're able to contribute to the life of the church. Mm-hmm. Uh, many reported that it was important to contribute to the life of the church through leading Bible studies, volunteering, different types of ministry provided throughout the diocese. Why do you think it's important for the lady to be involved in these things outside of just going to Sunday Mass every week? One of the, one of the terms that we sometimes discuss in the church is the clericalization of the laity. And... Uh, That's a recognition that one of the things that has happened following the Second Vatican Council and its desire for the active participation of everyone in the liturgy was a, a sense among the laity. Now, this is, of course, because we didn't as a church uh, perhaps do adequate catechesis on what active participation in the liturgy means. Sure but a sense among the laity that what it really means to be actively engaged in the liturgy or in the church is to lead something or to be an extraordinary minister of the Eucharist or to be a lector at mass or to be in charge of the altar servers Mm. uh, or some role like that, some recognized role. Those are all good things, but I think that all of those things are secondary to what the council and what the church envisions as the main thing that we need the laity to be doing. And in terms of how can we be actively involved in the church, the main thing that we need the laity to be doing is to be taking the church into the world. Mm. Uh, Think about my life as a bishop. I might go to various parishes in the course of a week Uh, I see people in meetings, but I probably don't interact with more than maybe a couple to a few thousand people. Whereas all the laity who came to Mass last weekend, right, and who then go to jobs and to Walmart and to schools and to friends' houses and on vacations and so on and so forth, they see Everybody else. I mean, right. right? How many degrees of separation are there between every Catholic who, who goes to Mass on Sunday and every other person in the whole world? Okay. If they would, if we, all of us, if we would take seriously the power and the authority that we receive in baptism, confirmation, and Eucharist, if we would take seriously the fact that we have been fully initiated as Catholic Christians for a purpose. And that purpose is not to lead a Bible study. That might be a good thing that we also do. Right. But the purpose is to live as a disciple of Jesus Christ, to make a decision at a, at a moment in a person's life and then renewed every day, but to make a decision that I have a certain number of years here on this planet and I'm going to be the the disciple of Jesus. I'm going to belong to him. I'm going to desire his mission. 
I'm going to want his mission to be my mission. Mm -hmm. I'm going to want to take that mission into my life and my world. Mm -hmm. If we would all focus on that and be actively thinking and looking for, okay, I leave in the morning, I'm off to work. God, who will you place in my path today? Awaken my heart to be ready to talk to the person you place in my path today about you. Um, if we would be thinking in that kind of frame of mind, it then answers this question about how do I give input to the church? How do I be active in the church? Mm -hmm. The best way for me to be active in the church is to witness to what Jesus has done in my life to everyone else I can. Now, we have to be, uh, Jesus said that we have to be clever as, what was it, clever as snakes or something like yeah, that? Cunning as snakes, yeah. Cunning as snakes or whatever. Peaceful as lambs Dove. or whatever. You know, I'm Catholic, I don't know the scripture. Uh, <laughs> whatever that phrase is, we can't just go invading people's space. Right. How do you respond when someone comes invading into your space to talk to you about Jesus? Probably not very well, but we do have relationships with people. And in the context, in the course of those relationships, if we're living our faith, it's going to come out. They're right. going to know. They're going to see that we have a crucifix in our office. They're going to, they're going to notice that sometimes we, we take our rosary beads with us and we go out to lunch. Uh, they're going to hear us talk about things that we were doing at church or the Bible study that we were leading they're going to know that we're a person who tries to live a life for Jesus Christ. And the day will come. Let's, you know, we're talking about a person who maybe is shy or suspicious of Christians or all of that. The day will come when they, there will be an opening. When, because they know that about us, will be the one that they want to come and talk to because something's going on in their life. Mm -hmm. And they're thinking, oh, I know someone who, who lives this stuff, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, and, and, and living it constantly, right? Being, I, I love what you said, being intentional. Intentional. I'm, I'm very guilty of you know, being holy in, in, in mass and walking out to the parking lot and being short with my kid you know, as we yeah. get into the car. And I realize, Oh, what a missed opportunity. Right. And I'm only 20 feet from the parish. Catholics, start your engines. <laughs> yeah. Right. But yeah, being intentional with what we do on a, like from the moment we wake up to the moment we go to bed. I, I'll tell you a story. I met a saint one time. This was a mother, a, a Spanish-speaking mother of a family of 22 children. She had 22 of her own children. Wow. And her grandson was in the hospital. I was a chaplain working in that hospital. This was during my seminary training. And uh, this little seven-year-old boy had come into the hospital. They thought, the family thought he had a cold. Another doctor even said that he had a cold. What he had was a huge liquid tumor compressing his lungs. That was why he was having trouble breathing. And so the hospital went right to work as the hospital had to immediately with uh, cancer treatment and all the rest. Well, of course, the treatment had various kinds of side effects, and the child's life over the course of three weeks slipped away from him, and he died. 
This grandmother would not entertain the possibility that he might die on any of those three weeks. Any day of those three weeks, she would not listen to anyone talk to her about the fact that he's dying. He might die. But on the morning that he died, we were all gathered to, together there in the room, and we're watching the monitors, and they're winding down. And finally he died, and they came in, and they turned the monitors off, and they... They left the family with us. We were there together in the room. And I was worried. I, I imagine other people were concerned about her. She wouldn't accept during the whole time that he was going to die. What's she going to think now? Right. She immediately began to, to praise God for the gift of the seven years that they had had with this child. And so now she's all about uh, the blessing that he was in our life, and we thank God that he gave him to us for these seven years and so forth. It was the most amazing uh, witness of someone who, very simple, you wouldn't know, notice her in a crowd, but her life of faith and her relationship with God was so firm and rich that she was able to turn the page recognizing God was with us before and God is still with us. Mm -hmm. So that was a wonderful witness of what it means to, what it looks like to be offering input to the church and to be living our life as a disciple. Thank you so much for tuning in to Tulsa Time with Bishop Condola, a new podcast by the Diocese of Tulsa in Eastern Oklahoma. Make sure to tune in next week as we continue talking about the Synod Feedback.